Welcome to the Just Write Show, where you'll explore the world of the written word, from books to blogs, sales copy to screenplays, emails to essays, and everything in between. You'll discover the tips, tricks, and tactics the most successful writers in the world use every day. And now, here's your host, Travis Cody. Welcome to another episode of the Just Write Show. This is Travis Cody, and I'm very excited to introduce our guest today, John Benson, known in the internet marketing world as the godfather of the video sales letter, which changed and uprooted an entire industry. I'm excited to have John on today because he had a very unusual path to becoming a writer, and it's taken him uh, to the peak of many mountains. And uh, the reason I brought him on today is because he's one of the few writers that I met who has changed not just one industry, but he's got his sights on changing and upending an entirely new industry as well. And along the way, has systematically designed a way for himself to essentially become irrelevant. So (laughs) more to come on that, but uh, welcome, John. Hey, Travis. How you doing, man? Good. So, So glad to have you out here. So one of the reasons I was so excited to talk to you is the fact that you you didn't start off as a writer. You started off as a fitness guy. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I think I started off as a writer in high school. I mean, I got into writing after honestly listening to Rush. And so the death of Neil Peart was just a few weeks ago. And I never knew it would hit me as hard as it did because – it was him that inspired me to write my first song lyric in a band I was playing in and then to write a poem to my girlfriend and and then started me into a path of philosophy. I ended up as a philosophy major. So so it's amazing how just one person, one can really, really change your trajectory. But uh, so I got into it a long time ago, really. Uh, so I've always had kind of a knack for uh, for wordsmithing, I guess you could say, but never copywriting for sure. And I got into it kind of backwards because I wanted to write a book that was on a bucket list of things to do. And at the time I, I had an ad agency or a small design firm. Uh, so at, at one time it was a full bore agency then we scaled it down to a small, you know, you know, basically a two man shop instead of having like 17 employees, which was a pain. And, you know, so I was doing fine. I was doing, you know, making a six figure income on my own. It took me years to build it, uh, living in Dallas at the time. And I decided, okay, uh, now I'm really fat. And because <laughs> I, I basically. Wait, so sitting, sitting behind a computer and building a business online, uh, you gained some weight along that path? Yeah, I gained about 80 pounds on that path in, in 75. And yeah, and not only that, but I uh, had a heart attack and I had really horrible things happen to me. And so I'd gone through a lot of health issues ever since I was a kid. So uh, it's just being you know, born with some pretty challenging genetics, but like, having kind of fought through it, well, heart disease is a real big one. It's a bitch. So, if you know, I had, I was diagnosed with heart disease in my early 20s. Wow. And, you know, they had a, I had blood. If anyone knows anything about lipids, you'll know what I'm talking about. I had triglycerides of over 3,000. There's only a few people I know that have ever what? made that mark. Uh, in, in your LDL, 20s? Yeah, LDL of 680. And, you know, I, I mean, so crazy, like bizarre, wacky, you know, like this can't be. The, obviously, I wasn't like, you know, force feeding myself sugar all day long. Uh, I, I was just had, you know, familial hypolipidemia, but but it, was, it didn't, wasn't for my immediate family. My mom and dad, neither one of them had that. So we, we know my granddad probably did because he dropped dead at 40. So so I almost dropped dead at 40. So uh, wow. it was a little bit before 40. But um, so so yeah, you started that. off then as a musician, 
writing, composing, yeah. essentially poetry and music. And from there, you got into philosophy. And then along somewhere along the way, that turned into someday I'm going to write a book. Yeah. And, and the first book I wrote was actually a comedy book with me and uh, two friends of mine. And they had an idea for a book and they said, hey, can you design it? I said, yeah, but I want to write some of it. I ended up writing bits and pieces of it and just found I, I had a knack for this. And and uh, so, and I, it, all this time, again, this is before the heart attack and everything, I, I was really uh, just bemo bemoaning my fate of having become, you know, this this thing I, I've never wanted to become, that, you know, that this extremely overweight, you know, the overweight guy in a Porsche in his 20s is not a, or in his 30s is not a good look, right? Uh, all, not, not that there's anything wrong with Porsches. I still love Porsches. So I don't know how Porsches got the reputation they did, but nonetheless. Um, so I, you know, just, it's just not a good look. I'm getting out of a Porsche literally in, you know, baggy sweats and a real baggy shirt and just feeling like complete crap. And so I decided, um, to get my act together and I couldn't do this, this, you know, shitty living any longer. And so I decided to get myself back into shape. I was into bodybuilding in college and into athletics all through my life, martial arts and football. So I decided to kind of echo back to that. And in the process, I ended up like shooting for a cover of a magazine and, you know, going from like really fat to being super fit. Right. And, and I thought this would, I thought maybe this is the book, right. I'm about to turn 40. At the time, I was 39, and um, I thought, hey, why not give that? Maybe maybe I can make a book called Fit Over 40. And this is in the days, because I'm 56 now, so this is in the days, you know, six, 16 years ago, <laughs> where Fit Over 40 was, it was available. Fitover40.com was available, and, and wow. no one was doing this, right? Yeah. And so I did. I just said, I'm, I'm going to write a book called Fit Over 40, but I, I didn't think that I was enough of a subject for a book. I, that just seemed a little bit... Um, myopic or narcissistic maybe but so I decided well I'll just interview a whole bunch of people and maybe I'll make this book for about like a whole coffee table book of people from 40 to 80 that have changed their bodies and you know some of them were never obese some of them were grotesquely so like meaning meaning like morbidly so obese and, and very sick and and some had no legs and I mean we had all sorts of crazy stories in that book and really inspiring stuff and I got lucky. I started writing the book and I sent a couple of chapters to a guy named Tom Venuto. And Tom had seen my blog and it wasn't called a blog back then. It was called a website. <laughs> and he would <laughs> upload individual pages and, okay, I have to uh, FTP this page up to this website. And wow. yeah, there was no such thing as WordPress back then. So, so uh, let's, and, let's, let's stop for a second before we get yeah. to Tom Venuto because you said yeah, something yeah. that's important. He, having a book was on your bucket list you thought yeah. about writing the, writing the book and, and that's where most people get stuck and right. so for myself included my first book i was like i'm gonna write i have this idea for a book well it took me almost 10 years before i actually even started writing the book yeah. so when you came had the idea of like okay i'm just going to interview people where did you start with that like how you know how, how did you even do the research to know who to talk to well, I had a friend at the time that helped me do a lot of the research and we knew people from being on different bodybuilding forums. And, you know, uh, I asked Tom to, to survey his list of, for people. And, you know, if it wasn't for meeting Tom, this never would have happened. So okay. I want to make sure that that's clear. A lot of like aspiring authors, they have an idea for a book and I, and I would have written the book, but it would have sold like eight copies, you know, my family and a few friends. And so if I didn't have the sales copy expertise of Tom, 
to back this up. And he had, he brought the affiliates and we split the revenue. And at, at the time, you know, 50, 50, I was like, cool, I'm, I'm all in now. That's, I know that people charge 90% to do that. Right. So, so you, so you right. wrote a couple of chapters and then sent them to Tom to see if he uh, wanted to partner with you. Yeah. I met him first. I met Tom and we were fan. I kind of, I'm a fan of his blog and he had was a fan of one of my articles. And so we just kind of struck up a friendship online. I had no idea he was the recluse that he is. Uh, and uh, So it was kind of a special thing. And, and so I said, hey, I'm going to be up in, he was living in Hoboken at the time. I said, I'll be up in Jersey uh, and let's go train. And we worked out and walking down the street, I go, Tom, I have this idea for a book. And by the time we got to the end, we started at the, the top of the street. By the time we got to the end of the street, we had a deal. And it was never in writing. It was always a handshake and, and it was a, you know, it was, it wasn't for Tom. I wouldn't be talking. To so you. I want to clarify for people who are listening who may not be familiar with the internet marketing world. Because most people, when they think of a book, they think, oh, I'm going to write the book. I'm going to publish the book. It's going to be in Barnes and Noble and right. I'm gonna go, go be on Oprah and sell a million copies of physical books. Now, right. You wrote a, a book, but you never actually physically printed a copy. Is that correct? No. no. Well, we did later. I mean, later, we, yes. But when you yeah. started, it was all digital. Yeah, all digital. And you know, I, I didn't have any illusions of, you know, Simon and Schuster picking me up as, you know, even if it was well written. Uh, and looking back on it, I, I probably was underestimating myself a little bit because it's still considered a really good book by people, and and that could have been a coffee table book. But, uh, you know, but Tom said, "Hey, listen, don't do that. Do what I'm doing because it makes you a lot more money." And so his yeah. process was: you yeah. wrote the book and you kept it as an ebook, and then you he wrote a sales letter for you and you sold it entirely online, where people paid you and then downloaded online. it. Yeah, entirely online through affiliate. And what was the price that it launched at? Thirty nine ninety five. Now, see, that's what's amazing because you go to, I, I mean, even Stephen King's latest 600 book that's a right. hardcover is selling, I think, for 25 or $30 max. But yeah. then you got all the print costs and you got all the middle in there. So a 39, it's basically a $40 book online and, and almost all of that's profit. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's Yeah, it, all of it is profit, sales, affiliate commissions, and, you know, things of that nature. So. And um, so what, uh, how many copies of that book did that go through? To, let's say the first year, how many copies did the book sell? Probably in the neighborhood of 60,000. Wow. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe a hundred thousand. I, I honestly, I, I mean, it's gonna sound really hokey, but I really didn't keep track. My list grew to, um, about 40,000 in the first week from nothing. And so when you say list, that's the people who basically came through and looked at least looked at the book and gave you your email. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, forty thousand in a week. We sold, yeah, ten thousand copies the first week or something like that. Wow. Um, but so it it was it blew me away. And Tom said, when you see what's going to when you see this happening, you're gonna walk. You're gonna quit your job. I said, I can't. Yeah, I can't quit a job. I I spent literally twelve years of my life building a design company and learning how to be a designer. I had no skills at this at all. I just thought it sounded cool. And I was just kind of this rebel guy all my life. Like I want to do something completely contentious and away from everybody else. And, and you know, I built this really cool lifestyle. I could gig, you know, I was playing music in, in town and, and uh, yeah, I, like Travis said, my first background is music. So I was a professional musician, musician toured in bands. And so I got to be able to do kind of like my cake and eat it too, and be able to, to do whatever I wanted to. Um, and I literally, the second day of sales, I just flipped the keys to my 
vice president, the second in charge, which was, you know, at the time, I think I, I was kidding about having two people. I think we had like nine, nine, six, six to nine people right. somewhere. Remember. But yeah, it was a small company. And I said, hey, it's yours. <laughs> so it was like, that was it. That was it. So and you it published was, your book and literally two days later, your life had changed so much. You were yeah. in a, heading in an entirely different direction. Yeah. We, I made more money in three days or no, technically it was in six days than I made in a year. And I just didn't know that was even possible, you know, and so that was. So we should like, probably clarify that that's not necessarily how it works every time for no, most authors online. Not at all. <laughs> Again, I, I, so I want to go back. First of all, 2004, days of the wild, wild west, okay, of the internet. Um, days where you've got guys who Tom is still, you know, I'm talking a lot about Tom here, but Tom is still like this bastion of of ethics and intelligence and he is like the creme de la creme of, of fitness in my opinion uh even though he and i completely disagree on how you should eat <laughs> it's like we really do we completely disagree on how you should train even but but we're friends and uh, you know i i'm like this hardcore carnivore keto guy and he's like no i you know but it's it, it's we're different and it's it's totally cool and so we separated ways because it just wasn't gonna be a, a good partnership or long term but if it but yeah he's his stuff is the is the bad just ethical and strong I got lucky. I got really, really lucky when it comes down to this. And I know people hate to hear this, but I also will tell you this. I was driven like an like you would not believe. I, luck favors the prepared mind. And if I wouldn't have sat down and said, I'm going to write this book, I don't care if I have somebody you know, that's going to publish it or not. I, I just did it and I was going to do it. And I started a blog before there were blogs. So I wasn't the only one doing this, by the way. There were other guys doing it. And then we were all doing it the old fashioned way, the hard way. But I wanted to get my message out to the world, and I wasn't getting paid a dime to do it. I was doing all this on my off time, and it was just a passion of mine. So I'd write articles on you know various diets and various workouts, things I was doing, you know, all that kind of. People do this all the time now, right? But so you have to have the the drive. You have to have that that insatiable you know fire inside of you, insatiable desire rather, and and go for it. it, it you know, it, it, eventually things will either if they don't pan out. You can at least say that you gave it every single thing that you had. And then again, if, if again, if you got to be ready for these opportunities, yeah. had, had I not, okay, follow me guys. <clears throat> had I not been on my own dime without anyone paying attention to it, literally had, we had no metrics. I had no idea how many people were, I didn't have an opt-in page on my website. I mean, it's like, you know, um, I, at least I don't remember if I had, did, had one. I certainly didn't have some big list or anything like that. I don't I mean, just no one, you know, and maybe I don't know how many people were on that website looking at my stuff, but one person saw it and changed everything. Mm. I'm just saying I had a contact there and that's, that's how we got in contact with you. I actually, I think I contacted Tom because I saw an article. He asked what it was. I contacted Tom because he had an article on an obscure trainer who I had just written about. I said, Hey, I wrote an article on Vince Geronda's eight by eight workout. And I noticed that you did too. I'd love to see what you thought. And that's how we struck up a friendship. And I, I had no idea who he was. I had no idea that he, had, he was this, the number one guy in fitness at the time. Had no idea. Had no idea. So when we got together and he was talking about, well, do you know what internet marketing is? I said, not really. So, so we're talking about, and I want to just give you a little bit of encouragement here. I was about to turn 40. So I, I've heard people tell me, like I've been in traffic and conversions and people saying, I, I kind of want to get into this, but I'm, I'm 31. And I don't know. I feel like I'm dude, I changed my entire life at 40. I mean, I'd already had, I've had, I've had like three different lives. I think, you know, I had the life as a musician, musician, the life as a designer, and now the life as a copywriter slash author. But, but, uh, 
and I guess we're going to have four because we got software guy on yeah. top of it. But, but so you can change it. So you time. wrote one book and that and changed your life, and then you spent the next what several years just promoting pretty much that book, and and you wrote more books after that one. If I would have been smart, if I would have been really smart and listened to Tom, <laughs> I would have. Because I, this is going to sound funny for anyone that's over forty, but at the time, so I've always looked a little younger than my age, and so at the time, I, I was forty, going on you know thirty. People thinking I'm thinking I was in my thirties, you know, or twenty, some even in my twenties. I didn't want to put my picture on the cover because it's like some people didn't think I looked forty and all that stuff. Um, but uh, I get it from my dad. It's the only thing I can take credit for. But um, but I was like, look, I. I'm single. I, I don't want to be known as a geriatric fitness guy at 40 seemed really <laughs> old to me at the time. <laughs> looking back, it doesn't, it's not so old anymore, but looking, looking back, it's like, I don't want to be known as a geriatric fitness guy. I want to, I want to get, you know, I want to, I want to get, you know, I want to meet some girls. You know? And so I thought my next book's going to be more like open, like, and it was the every other day diet was my next book. And I also wanted to write more, you know, that was just, cause I'm more focused on nutrition anyway right. um so yeah that, that and that ended up being the really big one that so how did what was the process like going from fit over 40 to every every other day diet yeah every, well that was the that was what started the video sales letter so uh the process was i i had an idea for a book you know i i learned from looking at tom some marketing basics reading tom's sales letter is the only sales letter i've ever read before my own attempt at writing one. So I'm not the best person to ever listen to when it comes down to how to learn copywriting, except I, except I teach copywriting. So obviously I know it, but I mean, like, how did I learn it versus how you should learn it are two different things. And this is not like a do what I say, not as I do kind of thing. I just, again, have a weird knack for kind of stumbling into how to write things. So I did. So yeah, it's not a good, good thing to look at one letter and go, Oh, I've got it. You know, <laughs> it's like, and I would be much, much better than I am right now. I mean, I, I know people think, Oh, he, he, they put me in the top category of top guys in the world or whatever, but I'm telling you right now, I would be, you know, if I was a Craig Clemens, or if I, if I worked as hard as Craig did at this, or you, John, or a couple other guys, I would be up at that level. And I just didn't, I didn't care to do that. I cared to be really good at something and be very innovative at something. So my second book was uh, Every Other Day Diet. I wrote the book. I was really proud of this, came up with this whole diet scheme that still people follow to this very day. I had some British chick rip it off entirely. And then she changed it to being all about intermittent fasting, but she took the name and so even took the, she even took the slogan. <laughs> anyway, wow. that was years ago. So anyway, um, but that book became the massive book. And the reason it became massive was because I realized I sucked at copywriting. So I could write a book and I could do that pretty well. But when it came down to writing a sales letter, I sucked. And I wrote my first sales letter and it converted at 0.4%. Wow. That's not so for good. people who aren't familiar with sales copy, what should it convert at? Well, today, I mean, if you're going to your own list, I mean, you're look you should be looking at about four to eight percent right around in that area. But um so but a little lower than you were hoping it a to be. A lot lower than it should have been if you're going to your own list, which I was. Cold traffic, I mean, if you're getting 0.5 to 0.8 to one right around that area, you're doing pretty good. But but uh yeah, where this was not cold traffic. This was not, you know, I didn't even know what cold traffic was at the time. And yeah. So I said, okay, well, I tried to change it a couple of times and I, I got it up to 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7 could never. And finally I got it up to that magical 1% mark, you know, and 1% conversion was the gold standard back then. It was like considered everything. Right. But then I realized that's everything for your own list. Now, well, now 1% is ridiculous. It's like speed of athletes. Okay. You know how, like we, when we couldn't run, you know, uh, no one broke the 
you know, the five second mark of the 40 yard dash. Now everyone runs a four, two, it's the same thing. You know, it's like people just do things better. Right. So anyway, I, I took this, this sales letter and I was like talking to my friend, I made friends because, you know, it's like, obviously I had a good book that people were promoting. I met, met this guy named Mike Gary, uh, who's like this mega rock star in, in the traffic world and had his own book called truth about abs. And, and he was promoting me and I was promoting him and, you know, and I was, called him up i go mike i just can't get this thing to convert you know i don't know what's going on on my I, I i thought i could write you know he's like well copywriting is a lot different than writing he goes you can write but it's your copywriting is you know it's, it's not quite there he goes but you got some good ideas i said yeah i, I just don't know what to do about it and he said he goes i saw some guy he didn't know who he was he goes i saw some guy he the other day instead of doing like a sales page he did a video that was he just did a powerpoint presentation he goes, have you ever done PowerPoint? I go, you mean like those crappy office slides? And I found the guy he's talking about, and it was a crappy office slide. It looked just like what you see in 2006 with a crappy office slide, right? <laughs> <laughs> with the bullet points and reading it off. And this was kind of like the first webinar. It was not the first webinar. I think it was like Ted was probably the first guy to do it, but my friend Ted. But but it was one of the first webinars where it was like a webinar, but it was a sales letter. And I looked at it and I thought, okay, right idea, but totally wrong application. And I said, I'm going to try something using what I came from the ad agency world where everything's black and white and red. That's the predominant colors at the time in, in, in ad talk, right? I knew all about NLP. I knew all about punching. I knew all about doing the things I needed to do to write, you know, killer headlines. So I thought, okay, what if I combine these, these techniques and took my letter and wrote it like basically one slide at a time? And I would punctuate in red the, the words I want them to focus on. And then I would even punctuate NLP terms like, you know, listen, I'll, I'll say like, for example, listen, when you do this, and I'll punctuate listen because it's an NLP command. And I know I knew those things. And I was like, well, doing it on a sales page is one thing. But when I read it, I knew how to because I, I, I trained voiceover work and all that stuff. I knew how to read fairly well. So I thought I'm going to combine these two things together and I'm going to produce like this I, we jokingly called it an ugly video sales letter so it was a sales letter where the whole sales letter was broken apart into stages and i re and as i was doing it i purposely said i'm not go i'm going to look at the screen i'm going to type and then i'm going to start changing things as i as they had to fit on the slide <laughs> and i know that sounds really really silly but that's how it happened so i changed things and i didn't do the whole sales letter i did like five minutes because it's long i was doing it. oh man this is taking forever so i did like a five minute vsl and i sent out an email to my list okay why not try it it was like a mini vsl right and my sales went 600 percent higher wow and I went, okay, I might be onto something. And so I decided I'm going to do a whole sales letter and I did it. And within a month of releasing it, we had guys in Israel buying like a million dollars a month in traffic. It was just insane. And that's when everything just kind of got went with gangbusters. Uh, I, seriously, I, I would probably be living on my own island right now if it wasn't for the infamous Google slap that happened the next year. Um, so that took all the fitness guys down thanks to the acai berry numbskulls that were just wow. propagating bullshit but uh yeah so, so at the, i created at the peak of that madness how many copies of that book were you were you selling man i have no idea I, I i honestly don't know i mean it's well over a hundred thousand but but uh um that was just insane it was crazy we were okay, getting now like i want to emphasize 30, 40, still, still, still not a still not a physical book still was just the no no we, we, we started printing on demand because the the guys from uh, Israel that were buying all this, they were spending all this money on traffic and I was giving away 90% of what I was making. Right. right. But 90% of a lot is a lot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and, 
so anyway, and I was building this mammoth list in the, in the, in the 200,000, 300,000 person list. Um, so I, I thought, it, okay, I'd finally strike gold. You know, I, here I am and, you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty well for myself. You know, I'm a very, very young guy and I've created a new industry. And now all of a sudden people are calling me and going, hey, could you write one of those things for me? And for years afterwards, I said, dude, I'm not a copywriter. I, I, I'm a writer. I write well, but I'm not a copywriter. This is just a fluke. I mean, this is really a fluke. And then I thought, well, I wonder if I could do it again. I wonder if it, I wonder if it is a fluke. And I said, oh, I'll try something for somebody else. And so Mike Geary goes, I'll pay you 25 grand to write truth about abs and just try it. I'm like, 25 grand? Hell, I'll do that. I could do this in a day. <laughs> so copywriters, please don't laugh at me. This is, but this is how I was thinking. And honestly, I almost every sales letter I've ever written, I've written in under a day. Wow. So it's, it's, I teach people, I'm coming out with a product called the four hour sales letter because there is a process I use. I didn't know I was using it, but that, that probably still one of my best sales letters ever was truth about apps. It's still the control. And that was over 10 years ago. So, um, it's, wow. so yeah, it's been a while. That's amazing. So my voice is on it. If you hear it, hi, I'm John. I'm not a naturally lean guy that that's me. So I wrote that, just sit down and wrote it, sent it back the next day or the day after I wrote it in the day. And, um, and I said, how do you like it? He goes, sounds great. Changed a few things that were technically wrong. And then I recorded it. And next thing I know, Mike's sales letter is like the biggest thing since sliced bread. And, you know, I was thinking, my, my gosh, I wonder if you get royalties for things like this. And so the, the guy from Pimsler reached out to me. Then another guy from uh, the, all these other people coming out of the woodworks wanted me to write their VSLs. And next thing you know, I'm a copywriter. I'm giving lectures on how to write, how to create video sales letters. Get Ryan Dice calling me down to Austin and. Yeah. So it was nutty, man. It was a nutty time. And, um, and I got really good at writing VSLs. And so I came out with, after Ryan's course came out, which he didn't know I was coming out with a course. So this is a whole nother story, but, um, but you know, Ryan thought I was just giving him the dirt on the next course he could create at the time. I was like, no, this is actually, I created this stuff. This is my, my stuff. Don't touch it. Um, but he made, oh man, he made millions off that course. And, and so I decided to come out with my own and the rest is kind of history. So I, then I became known as the VSL guy. And so I know this is a long roundabout story. I'm trying to keep it as concise. No, but this is fascinating because it just shows, you know, this is kind of the point of, of why I'm doing this show is that it, we talk to writers and people sort of get locked in these things of like, oh, I'm only a fiction guy or, you know, like for me, I used to be a screenwriter. And then when I moved into sales copy world, like for the longest time, I, it was like, I, I almost felt guilty that I had this screenwriting history behind me. Because yeah, right. you're supposed to be right. like, no, you can only do sales copy. You're supposed to just live and breathe this stuff. So the fact that you were from, you know, music into philosophy into, you know, writing a book because it was something you're passionate about that led you into, you know, ended up creating this entirely new industry in marketing. And then that led you into the next next phase. It just, you know, it writing is writing. And that's what I love love about it is if you're if you're a good writer, you should be able to write you know, whatever you need to. And, uh, you know, you may choose to specialize, which, you know, there are guys that, you know, the top guys in the, the world of sales copy that that's all they really pretty much focus. Yeah. On. So, yeah. um, yeah, so that's amazing. So, so you went from being the top guy getting hired to consult and write these video sales letters. And then you ended up creating a software around that called the accelerator, correct? Right. Right. You want to explain a little bit about how that came about and actually what that did for people? Um, yeah, so it was originally called 3x VSL uh, because we were getting three at three times conversions on letters we were writing, and so I sat down with Joshua Pellissey, a good friend of mine, and we made a deal. He's really good at systematizing. I, I had obviously created the system 
uh, he would help me reverse engineer like my top 17 letters or however many I wrote. And, stuff. and um, so we reverse engineer, we looked at patterns and after that, we started just naming the patterns and naming the structure. And then we broke it into literally a slide by slide system. And it's, yeah, Frank Kern said it, when he opened it, he goes, this is, I've never seen a training program, anything like this, let alone for BSLs. I mean, it's so incredibly thorough. Um, it's still to this day, the flagship for that. And, um, and it's done, it does over a billion a year, a bit, well, that's with a B in revenue for my customers. So people who use it to actually create use, sales copy. Yeah. So people have used it. Uh, in range from uh, Pandora's box wrote it literally, literally that's a $50 million a year sales letter. It came right out of accelerator um, and all the way to Agora to Ryan, of course, nice to, to you know, Frank used it and, and these guys use it. And then of course they put their own brilliance on it. So don't get me wrong, but the, the formula, the five-step formula that I patented from this really is it's pretty, it's pretty rock solid framework. Even Jason Fladlin uses it in webinars, just kind of rebranding it in his own style. But so that formula was really, really, really well done. And, um, you know, it's still to this very day, it makes a lot of money for a lot of people. I mean, I, I know West Virgin, I think it was last year had like, I, I don't know where, where his book is now, but he had the, one of the top selling fitness books and he, you know, he was a huge fan accelerator and he just used the principles and then add his own touch to it. And so, yeah, that, that became kind of massive. And so I stopped writing for other people and just started selling, which I, which I naturally want to do. I don't want to be in the service industry. I wanted to, I wanted to be in the product industry because you have a lot more freedom, but, um, but still write. And then that leads you to the, the, the most obvious thing that, that, that comes into this. Cause you know, accelerators going like crazy and I, I've never been one to, to, to set, set around as I should have. Like yeah, I, I was going to say, I, 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 any one of these yeah. points, I feel like most people would have been like, you know, I, 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 this is, I, I'm it. I've arrived. I'm good. I'm just going to, I'm going to kick back now, but you've just yeah. continually pushed things forward and what, what's next. And so it's interesting to go from, you know, books to sales copy to software, which now it makes sense to me when, you know, when we're going to talk about this next conversation about what's the next evolution of that for right. you. And we had a conversation about, you know, how you went from accelerator to the next evolution. So you want to talk about that process and then explain sort of yeah. what you have coming down the pike, because this is really going to blow people's minds. Yeah. So the accelerator thing, I mean, I, let me back up and say one thing. I, I, if I would have listened to Tom years ago 2004 he was like just focus on fit over 40 i'm like nah i don't want to be known as the jury i remember i said i don't want to be known as the old fitness guy so i kept wanting to go to the next book and, and go to the next book well if i wouldn't have gone to the next book i never would have created the vsl and i created the vsl completely on a lark it wasn't like yeah i sat down to do it but I, it wasn't like some genius stroke of marketing you know you know brilliance or whatever um it, it just wasn't that it was scratching around and seeing if something will work based on something I saw. And then, well, what if I take it and totally change it? You know, so playing around, it could have absolutely bombed. And when Ryan Dice first saw it, he was, he, he, Perry thought it was the ugliest thing he ever saw, which is where it, the ugly VSL came from, by the way, is that, that statement. And Ryan said, there's no way this will ever work. And then, you know, he built, you know, a hundred million dollar company out of it. But uh, you know, these things happen, right? These, these fluky things happen. So, but on the other hand, if I would have just stayed with Fit Over 40, Fit Over 40 could have been a massive brand. I just, man, my, my, my puny little brain couldn't wrap the, my head around having a $100 million brand. I just, I wanted to be the, the lone wolf guy making good money, but don't care to make a hundred million bucks and, you know, live in a lifestyle kind of thing. Lifestyle business, lap, you know, you know, the, the, the obligatory 
you know, um, beach on the laptop guy, you know. Uh, so, but more day but, on the beach and yeah, yeah. So I figure, okay, what better way to do that than have a course and everybody wants it because you you are the creator of the VSL. So so you have cache that no one else is ever going to have. Um, so I did that, and then what, I started getting questions from my clients, uh, my customers rather about Accelerator. This is great, but can you do the same thing for email? And the answer for years was, well, no, it's not possible because, I mean, uh, a sales letter is a formula. I mean, it, 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 there, there's a formula for a email or an email, <laughs> an email campaign, a, a, you know, one solitary email. Uh, there's a formula that you can break out for that, but the next email is a completely different formula. The next one's a completely So it would be like every email that you send out. And, and and it took about a year and a half for me to think about, like, I wonder if there is a way to break this out. Can I templatize all of copy without sounding like a robot, you know? And no one had done it at the time. This is way before, you know, final scripts or you know, the, the, all this is a knockoff of the stuff I've already done. So not not to bash Russell, but I will for a moment. Yeah, that stuff's just a complete knockoff. But um, but. I, I was trying to be like, okay, I, I didn't know if there's any, anything out there like this. Someone told me later that they had seen something similar to where you type something in a field and it kind of starts writing some copy for you. But this was really, I wanted to do something different. What if you could write something, what if you could break an email, and I took email, into a template, but have all these different iterations of the same sentences so that every single time you use it, it rewrites itself and pulls in different values that the customer puts in. So your values change, our values change, and you end up with a totally unique piece of copy. And that's what we built with Email Copy Pro. And it took years to build this damn thing and years to a year to figure out even how to do it and a year and a half to code it and a lot of money and all that stuff. But um, so we coded it. We actually coded it inside WordPress and JavaScript and not using a lot of you know fancy, fancy stuff, just really good coding. And in it, it, it kind of it was. I thought it was going to take off and change the world, and we and we got like three hundred customers our first six months. I was really bummed out. I was like, okay, so I called Russell Brunson and I said, hey, you know, I'm just really bummed out about this. You know, you own a saw at the time. He owned you know ClickFunnels and he still does, of course. But I go, how have you ever gone through like this? And he goes, yeah, first year at ClickFunnels, he sold like six hundred. So it was the same thing. We were going through the same thing, except you know. And he said, then I figured out how to crack the code and. So I spent the last year and a half trying to figure out how to crack this. And in the process of doing it, we said, we took the technology that, that I created with my, my team and said, can we now expand this to everything? Sales letters, VSLs, ads, every, everything. Okay. And the answer is yes. And this, so co email copy pro became copy pro. And that's the thing that we do copy right now. So um, that became copy pro.ai. That's your, yeah. Copy pro.ai, which is not just, um, a, a scripting tool. It, it's actually AI friendly, meaning that that the code that we've built and the data that people put in is going to be interactive with IBM Watson and other uh, other AI machines literally this year in 2020. And that's what we're raising investor capital for. We closed our first seed round. We're opening our second one in a week, I think. Uh, we can 10 days, something like that. Um, and that's the big, big, big picture because if you guys can wrap your head around this, we built an infrastructure that Travis jokingly said I would become irrelevant. Actually, no, you, that we want to still make the copywriter relevant, meaning that the copywriters feed the machine. The machine learns from the copywriters and the machine learns from the customers inputting their own data 
and then goes out and tweaks things. It's not like an AI, like Perseido, that says takes an existing piece of copy that somebody else, a pro had written and said, oh, let's see if we can improve it by changing these variables. Yes, it will do that, but that's that's not what we're our focus on. Our focus is on, hey, you start with nothing. You're not, you don't have, you know, a $50,000 budget to go hire the Perseido team or whatever. You just, you want, you need a sales letter or you need a webinar or you need a Facebook ad or whatever it may be. Well, here's templates written by 30 of the best copywriters on the freaking planet. And by the time we're through with this, it'll be 300 of the best copywriters. You can choose from the very best of the vetted. Now, I vet every single piece of copy that comes through there. And you can look at this and say, I can use this template. It will plug my data into it. It will inspire me to write certain things that we know that you need to write. So in other words, it's not just, oh, type into this field. No, we give you like these little hints and say, hey, if you say it like this, watch this one minute video. It's a super cool tip on how to say this field. So you become, all of a sudden, you're not even a copywriter. You're just a marketer. You're just a small business owner. You're a chiropractor. You don't care about copy, let's say. All of a sudden, we teach you how to say something that you would have never thought of before simply because we've broken the field into three components rather than one. So that's what makes this completely different. And does it make it longer to do? Yeah, it makes it a little longer to set up. But guess what? You get A-list level copy that reads like a human being wrote it rather than copy that everyone says from everybody else. Man, I can I can use maybe 30% of this if I'm lying. So you know I want to – so this – yeah, so which is I think I, at least for me personally, I've used some of the, the quote, you know, the the – copywriting software and yes you, you there's a million forms that you've got to fill out and and then when you put generate it it's gobbledygook it, it takes almost right. longer to re-edit it than it does to just write from scratch so what you're saying is that you have uh this software and you're bringing in the top sales and marketing guys in the world who are essentially feeding the robot if we want to call it that yeah the the the, the raw data and then right. yeah yeah a little bit of a uh, just a little bit of a clarification we built CopyPro, the current iteration, which is live right now. It's, we've been live for three years, but we built it using the best copywriters in the world. And, and the reason, the way that we got them is a little bit cool. <laughs> we got them because they were friends of mine and I've either made them a lot of money or they just like me. The, the, those are the two reasons. So when I called Agora and said, hey, can we get some of your swipe files? There's some of the best copywriters in the world work for Agora. And Joe Schrieffer, he's on our board now. Um, and he said, we'll give you anything you want. You made us like hundreds of millions of dollars with a BSL, dude. He's like, just here, take whatever you want. So I did that. We have that kind of cachet that you're just not going to get anywhere else. And, and so, you know, Ryan Dice from digital marketer, Hey, here's all the machine email templates. He couldn't even believe we could do it. And so, yeah, so we've got these master copywriters that have all given their stuff. Jason Flatland, Todd Brown, a lot of other people that are just badasses. And so we've got all these different templates for things that you already need. Like, why would you want a webinar unless it was written by like a Mike Phil Same or, or Jason Flatland or me or somebody that knows webinars, right? Um, so if I'm or, a first timer then coming and then this is something that we see all the time, you know, the the lure of the internet brings people in like you said earlier they want the lifestyle business and so you know the reality for most people is you get online and it's this you know just brutal cesspool that just will suck every dollar from you and beat you up mentally and spiritually and emotionally mm -hmm. and so and a lot of that is is people have great ideas or have great products but they don't know how to write the words that are going to sell it so what you're saying is they can come to your copy pro ai log in and say hey i have a, a you know i have a 39 dollar ebook and and being fit over 40 oh here's a fitness letter written by tom venuto so i choose that template and then the system walks them through what they need to fill out and they can hit generate and it'll churn out a uh sales letter based on a winning proven letter that was already existed 
Yeah, yeah, and I know, I know that you're using you know Tom and my fit over forty as examples, but it's very similar to that. So, for example, I wrote a sales letter that I used for Old School New Body, and Old School New Body it was one of the top selling books on ClickBank for years. It's sold I, I don't know how many you know you know fifty thousand copies, hundred thousand, well, however many it sold. It sold a lot, and I wrote that letter for John Rowley, and um, there was another guy that partners with with us at the time, Steve Holman, and that became like this the go-to product for tons of guys to, to go to and i wrote the, it was the first time i've written a written sales letter in years and so i did as i took that written sales letter and i used it for a second product and i said i'll see if it works there and it worked for a second totally unrelated product so i took that and so we, I, the combination earned over 50 million dollars so i took that Just and i called that it that letter alone million, yeah that letter alone yeah wow. so i took that letter and called it my 50 million dollar sales letter blueprint because that's really what it is so i broke that into copy pro language and that is currently in copy pro so literally you can get my 50 million dollar sales letter formula a blueprint rather inside copy pro and it spits out a six thousand word sales letter. so you can't get anything like that now is it going to spit it out immediately no you're going to have to fill in a, a lot of fields we're going to we're going to ask you a lot of questions to fill that template out but once you get that one filled out you'll have every email every ad every every opt-in page you'll ever need because that's all the data that we can think of right it's a very extensive letter my point is is that that we were so we were able to do that and, and if tom for example or is i'm taking tom as an example said hey i'm willing to put my you know sales letter template in there and sell it well then great we'd have tom but we, well, we don't have tom but right. we have a yeah, lot of other people, a lot of other people. And, and so, and the coolest thing is that, as you know, uh, the coolest thing is we just opened up what we call copy for Academy so that now we've got, we got the pros in here and we got guys that we all had to manually input, but we built a software interface to now where any copywriter that goes through the certification that we have, the 12 week certification course can input copy into this machine. And now we're getting the copy brains of people from all over the world in one location. There's simply nothing like this ever been built. So this is, I think, I'm knock on knock on wood. This is a game changer, and uh, a big one, like like the VSL was. So and, I, yeah, I think you know it is. This is such a big concept. So I'm just going to try to simplify this a little bit for people who aren't sure. familiar with what we're trying to do. Uh, normally, someone would have to come and hire someone like you to write the sales copy, and so they would pay you, you know, your your ex high fee that you get rightfully so yeah. but what you're saying now is people can have access to the stuff that you've written that does well for a fraction of the cost and not only that i i think the power of this is so let's say that again i'm just going to use a 39 dollars ebook here mm -hmm. uh, i i get in and uh, obviously i you know i've got to set this up for for my industry so let's say that i'm doing something in in the keto industry What's the process for me as a new person coming in to sort of set up my account and get everything ready so that the AI can then start generating the sales copy for me? Is it like a two or a three hour setup time? Well, yeah. So, so copy pro AI as it stands right now, in other words, the, the one that's out right now is, is not AI. It's just smart software. Copy pro two, which debuts in quarter two of this year, 2020, that has got the AI. But compatible. it's coming. Yeah. And that's, that's where we're going to plug into AI by the end of this year. So just to make sure that I'm not misleading right. anyone here, it looks like AI and it functions a lot like you think an AI machine would, but it, it, it is, it's just really smart software. So, so yeah, what you would do is it, it copy for one, the one that's live right now is completely niche agnostic, meaning you can go in there. You don't say I'm looking for something in keto, for example, you just said, I just need a sales letter. 
and then what we're going to say is, okay, what's the, what niche are you in? And you're going to say, you're going to look through the ones that we have already. And so you'll choose health and fitness or weight loss. And then you can personalize that to weight loss being keto, right? And you personalize the fields to what you know about. You're the keto expert, not, well, actually I'm the keto expert in real life, but, but, but it's like, let's say that somebody else is the keto expert, not me. Um, and they can personalize it to their specific language. Like they may not use the same language as somebody else does, but the template around it, whether it be a sales letter, whether it be an opt-in page, whether it be an email series, whatever they need, that template always works. Meaning it, we know that template works. I say always, as much as you can rely on always, it, it works. So with your words added to it, it becomes yours. And then the system rewrites the words. And it's a long story and how that happens. But, but so you come out with a fresh version of my sales letter or a fresh version of my email sequence or Jason's, you know, webinar sequences or whatever the case may be. Now, this so, is what is amazing about that. So what you're saying is that let's five people in the keto industry, they all have similar products could come mm -hmm. into copy pro fill mm -hmm. out their forms. They could choose the same sales letter, but when they hit generate, it's going to create an entirely original sales letter based on their inputs. So even right. though it's the same template, you could put those letters side by side and they may, uh, be similar in terms of like the flow, but mm -hmm. otherwise they're entirely original sale letters. Yeah. I, I, and because I am a stickler for being as honest as is forthright as I could possibly be. I think that's the reputation people say of me all the time. It's like, Oh, he's a super nice guy. He's really honest. I like those two things. So, um, so to, so sales letter, interesting. You should say that we have yet to what we call block. Okay. Whenever you have a sales letter that can be rewritten, that's called blocking. And we have yet to block a full, 6,000 word sales letter because it's something we're allowing our first year students to do. That's part of their homework in Copy Pro Academy. So by quarter two of 2020, yes, that will be the absolute fact. Could it do it right now? Yes. So actually, I could do it right now. If, if I had a week you know, to spare, I could go in there and make a blockable 8,000 right. word sales letter. But, but yeah, yeah. I just want people, because by, you know, yeah. by the but time people are listening every... to this podcast, I just want them to know what, what this thing can yeah. actually do because we've yeah, had obviously conversations about this and it's... It, yeah. yeah, it can do that right now. That, in other that, words, it, that's it, remarkable. It, it, it can do this as we speak. In fact, you know, I'm, I'm tempted to get off the phone and just do it just to prove it to it. But no, and so there's no, <laughs> we don't need to add anything to the machine to make it do that. We've already got like the majority of our hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of templates can rewrite themselves. And it's, so we've got templates that are 2000 words that rewrite themselves. So it's just a matter of doing 6,000 words versus two, right. but, but yeah. And it, 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 so every, if you get five people going into the keto business, um, if they, if they, if they customize their profile at all, in other words, they said, here's the, I, I here's the niche I'm in. I'm going to customize it a little bit. Uh, even if they didn't, the, the whole structure would still stay the same underneath it. We call it a dynamic blueprint, but the words would change. So e even the headlines would change. So it, it's really, really powerful. And they can keep trying different iterations of that. And that's why, yeah, so copy pros, it's its own animal in, in, in this regard. I mean, wow. it, it, it does something that, 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 that no one else does. But I think the real power of it is, I'm just going to be straight with you guys. Like, let's go back to the start of the story. So you had a guy that that didn't know how to write copy. Uh, wrote a poor, uh, an okay sales letter, right? Um, by studying one sales letter. <laughs> and then he said, said I'm going to try to put this in slide format. And whatever happened when, when I went from my brain from, you know, the letter to the slide created magic, right? So there's another John Benson out there. In fact, there's thousands of them. And so that's who Copy Pro Academy wants to attract because we're giving you a platform where a lot of the thinking is done for you, meaning that we've taken so many structures and so many different variations of things where we say, here's the structure of great copy, just right within the blanks. 
And I guarantee you, we're going to find some people that are going to do like, you know, John Carlton kind of, you know, epicness, you know, just, just from copy growth, because they're going to be, you know, it's going to unlock something in their brain, sort of like those slides unlock something in mind. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I that's what we're, this is so we're paying, by the way, just so you guys know, if you're a copywriter and you go through the Academy, uh, the Academy does cost money, but it's not that expensive, but you go through the Academy and you get to the end of the, end of the road of the Academy, you get certified. If, we, if you pass all the, the tests, you get certified. Um, and then come Q2 of this year, uh, you're going to be able to sell anything that you write that we approve. So if you write something really you know, profane, we're not going to approve it. But if you write something that's, that that you know we look at, it's, it's all within our guidelines, we publish it. And you'll make commission on that every single time it's downloaded. So imagine writing, for example, like uh, let's say that you had a killer um, lead letter. A lead letter, in case you don't know, is the letter that comes before a sales page. So different names for it. Some people call it a lander. Some people call it like I do a lead letter. It's like, okay, you send a Facebook ad. It goes, hey, uh, find out the five things you, you should avoid about intermittent fasting. You know, and so it goes to this thousand word lead letter and said, hey, here's five things you have to avoid this, 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 this. And the fourth one, the fifth one, the fifth one's the most important. Click here if you want to read more and you click there and it goes to a full sales letter and it's all about your hook. Right. So that's a typical lead lead letter into a full sales page. Let's say that you have a lead letter that is just kicked ass in. You've written it. You've used the same basic formula for three clients, three different fields. Well, you can put that lead letter in here and we can teach you how to sell it to a thousand different niches and a thousand different clients. So do the math on that. Wow. And every time it's sold, you get anywhere from, you know, 20 to 30% commission on it. So it, it's, that's insane level of copywriting, you know, w that we can give copywriters. So again, yeah, copywriters not just coming in and writing one letter or using letters they know they've done and they can put it on the system and they can end up saying, selling that letter, you know, like you said, a thousand times because the AI software actually creates right. a route. Wow. Right. So right. this is this is similar to what we're seeing with um like uh like uh, audio jungle, which is for musicians, and they can compose music at one time, but then they can sell it as many times as they want. Or um, uh, coming from the graphics world, uh, uh was it Shutter Shutterstock? Or, yeah. yeah or you used to be if like I wanted you know photos, I'd have to go pay original photos. I'd have to either pay a license fee or hire a photographer. Where now I can go to Shutterstock and I pay what you know five dollars and I can. Get a photo but that photographers maybe sold that photo a thousand times that's sim that's exactly. basically what you're doing but you're doing that for writers doing that for copy and, and with, wow. with the with the added thing is to say you know i use this example a lot let's say that you're a photographer and you have one photo that you've taken once and you know it's a great photo you upload it and i'm as a customer i go you know i love that i love it's a picture of a cat of a cat and a dog i go i love the the, the dog but i'm not a cat fan i'm going to click a button i'm going to change that cat to a squirrel and then it just does it and then say, okay, you know, the walls behind them, I like red better than green. So in other words, it's the same photo sort of, but it's not. And that's what it would be like, but you can't do this on Shutterstock. Yeah, that's or remarkable. That's what you do in copy bro. And so it's, it's like, it's like the Shutterstock of copy, but with the added benefit of the copy can be always unique. Now you can also, I'm not trying to get, technical into what people do to, to come into the platform but we do also allow people to say i just want to upload the template without those blocks in other words it's just going to be the same template every single time uh and, and so that 
you know, template isn't, it costs less money, you know, for people to buy because it's, it's, it, you know, it's something people are going to use. It's going to sound the same, but, but it's all the dynamic fields change. So in other words, it's, it's, it's not the exact same thing every right. single time, but, but that's what people do right now. Like they'll, they'll buy a template from somebody and they'll just fill in the blank. Well, that's the lowest level service that we offer. Our, our highest level is the ones that we're talking about right now where, where it can, everything can rewrite itself. And so it's all custom. Plus you can do split tests, you know? So in other words, you know, you download an email, let's say you download one, let's make it simple. You download one promotional email. And you read it and you go, yeah, this sounds pretty good, but I'd love to split test the headline. So we'll all, all, you automatically you get like multiple choices of headlines. So that's easy that you can do that right now. But let's say you wanted to split test the lead, the, the first paragraph, right? Well, you can just click rewrite and it creates a second version in your file. And then rewrite again, it creates a third version in your file. Now you got three versions of that same exact template to run. You run a 33% split test. And you might find one of them just kills the other two. And that's where most marketers that are anywhere near serious know what I'm talking about. And they know how, how convenient that would be to do at a click of a button. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So that's what, that's what we built. And uh, in case you're wondering, this is not a cocktail napkin. We're actually training people how to do this right now. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, right, so, and it will be a credit basis. So Copy Pro is live right now, version one. Yes. So if people want to go check this out and get in on it and kind of ride this wave as it's coming down the road. Where do they go for that? Go to copypro.ai and AI. Uh, we've been, it's so funny. We got uh, one of our, uh, one of our merchants wouldn't take us because they, they thought we were from the Netherlands and Tillings and dot AI is like, <laughs> they thought, or, you know, I don't even think that's the extension, but no dot AI stands for dot artificial intelligence. So, so copypro.ai, uh, you can check it out there. Uh, just go to the customer's page and you can read about it. It'll tell you all you need to sign up. Um, and yeah, anyone that gets in now, you get the added benefit of getting all the copy that's in the machine now will always be free to you. So uh, the only thing that you'll ever have to pay for additional is any additional copy we add to, to version two. So version two is going to be completely credit based. So instead of buying one time nine ninety seven price to get access to it, you're going to buy credits. So you'll buy you know three hundred dollars, nine hundred dollars, whatever you want to buy in credits, and then you'll spend those credits just like you would on stock photos. Okay, I need I need to buy a profile for two hundred credits. I need to buy an, e an email campaign for three hundred or whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. Um. So, so it's going to be pick and choose like a smorgasbord, and then yeah, your data stays in the system every month for a small fee and. And then we'll be the go-to resource. So basically we're turning copywriting into a cloud-based service, but we're not putting copywriters out of work. And that's the difference between us and other AI people. They're putting copywriters out of work. We're employing them. That's remarkable. Thank you. So geez, what's your next book now? Geez, after all that. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually I have two. Uh, the one I have to get out this year, it's called Epic Love. And uh, it's a completely different topic as you can probably tell by the title. Uh, it's one I, I, this is the book, you know, me, I, when I want to write a book, I'll sit down and in two weeks, I'll write the whole thing. You know, sometimes I'll write it. In, in We're going to have to do a whole podcast just about that. Cause most people take some, yeah. you know, a year and a half just to they get the outline it. done. They overthink it. They overthink it. it. It might be a better book, but it's only like 10% better, 20% better. It's not. Yeah. They, they're overthinking it. Go back and perfect it later. Perfection being the enemy of progress. Right. Um, so write it very quickly if you can and, and write as quickly as you can, but, but, uh, Epic love is, it's been up in three years. So now I'm in that category because it's such a challenging, emotionally difficult book for me to write. It was inspired by, uh, my ex-wife and, uh, everything I went through with that and what I know is possible. And so it's also my favorite topic. So, uh, I wanted to write something that, you know, I'm not a therapist or, or any, anything dealing with that. I'm not some sort of a expert in the area. I'm just a spy. I'm just a really cool love spy that has a lot of things to say about the topic. And so that's a passion project. Uh, the other one is the ketovore diet. So that's the, uh, the nutrition plan that I follow. Ketovore diet. Ketovore diet. Yeah, it's a combination of keto and carnivore. 
Um, and uh, yeah, because I think that the combination works better than the two in isolation. Although there are times where you should do the two in isolation. Um, and also this is, uh, I put this caveat on here, not every diet works for everybody, but this one tends to be pretty successful people, people try it. So those are the two this year. And um, yeah, Mike Geary and I are- Sales copy up. to love and food. I mean, that's, there you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, just no AIing of the lovemaking. No, there's no AIing. That's got to stay uh, manual. Yeah, you can't. There's some things. <laughs> and by the way, in case anyone ever wants to know, I mean, I don't think AI will ever completely replace a John Carlton or whatever. Um, but I am much more optimistic about the eventuality of it coming damn close, and even superseding it at times in the not so distant future. We're talking like in two years, and we're not talking about in ten. Right. So, I, well, I really when do. I when I work with people, because I have a lot of clients that'll hire me to coach them with sales copy. And the phrase I like to use all the time is just, you know, for most non-copywriters and, and, you know, sort of uh, solopreneurs, like they just need to write good enough sales copy. Mm -hmm. And it's what you were saying. Most people get so hung up on their perfection aspect of it that they just never get going. And it sounds like they can use, you know, the copy pro AI to get way beyond good enough copy yeah, you know, yeah. it, 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 it yeah. will it be as good as john carlton personally writing it no it, it, it but it could give him a good run for his money at least for the next little bit so that's right. more than enough for for almost anyone out there that wants to utilize this yeah and, and i've had people tell me that that well many many people tell me that you know this outperformed the copywriter that we have on staff this outperformed the copywriter. <laughs> wow well, but it's not okay. So they, they oh, the machine is magical. Well, well, the software is really cool, but it's not that. It's the people that put the, the stuff into the machine. We, yeah, we created a system and a cool way for people to process that information, so it doesn't seem so overwhelming. But, but yeah, so they take their couple hours and set up their stuff, and then they spit out stuff that literally outperforms most. Well, it's like um, Napoleon Hill said way back when. You know, you get a you create your mastermind of people who are tops in their field. So you're. Mm -hmm. You know, why, why hire John Carlton when you can, you know, have John Carlton and Craig Clemens and John Benson and David Deutsch and, you know, all, all these guys, all all of them at, at, right at your fingertips. Yeah. And I, I wish we had David and Craig. I, <laughs> I wish we, we, we've taken some John Carlton stuff. I mean, but just because not we I, I know John, so I would, I would never take anything. But but like some of his headlines I've used as, as formulas because they're just, you know, uh, but, you know, he's he's using headlines. He's taken. Right. Gabe. And, yeah. and Ogilvy and all. Yeah, I mean, these are formulas that the, the legends have always used, but I've taken his stuff to see if I could make it into a formula that could be replicatable. And uh, and yes, the answer is yes. It, but is it going to be, you still need some creativity. You do. So, you, right. you know, yeah. Well, but great. Uh, my God, you don't need much creativity for things like, you know, email sequences and, and even short sales pages. I mean, it, it's pretty cool. We've taken a lot of the work out of that. Well, I'm going to have to have you on in uh, six months or a year so we can get the update and see where we're at. Absolutely, my man. Of course, maybe then I'll be talking to your AI. I'd be like, John's, yeah. John's on the beach living on his island now. <laughs> I'd be too bored. One way or another, you're going to finally make it to your own island. Yeah, well, uh, if, I, if I do, I'm definitely having people over. So it's like, <laughs> I'd be too well, um, thanks for your time. I certainly appreciate it. All right, Travis. Thanks for having Take me. Care. Bye. Hey, it's Travis Cody. Thanks for listening to The Just Right Show, and I want to make sure you're plugged into everything we've got going on. Go to traviscody.com forward slash show and join the email list so you can get notified when new episodes come out. 
Plus, you can find links to the transcripts of every episode we've done in the past. You can also grab a free copy of my best-selling books that share even more details on how you can up-level your own writing skills. Finally, if you enjoyed the show, I'd consider it a personal favor if you'll leave me a review on iTunes and Spotify. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.